Welcome to Draw One Last Breath podcast. My name's Matt. And I'm Paul. Welcome to this very special episode. On this episode, we are reviewing The Hunt, the latest offering from Blumhouse. We are also, we have our something to scream about, which is our streaming recommendations. So if you're locked up inside, obviously, you can, uh, we're going to pick some really cool stuff for you to to watch hopefully <laughs> and also our movie from the vault is the one and only robert picked by our old man our old man our old friend rob doik of the last episode if you were listening thanks for that one rob cheers yeah what a prick <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later uh so yeah but first of all let's uh have a little chat and then get some news how's it been hey. I think it's important to say this is fucking weird. Yeah, it's really I weird. I mean, we're obviously usually, usually in your studio, in the Cartner studio, to record this. And um, we're on Skype because obviously we're all self-isolating at the moment. Mm. And um, it's such a bizarre thing that we're living in at the moment. I mean, that's yeah. got to be worth saying. It's just weird. I'm working from home at the moment. So this is my office Yeah. at home. Um, I'm sat here with me whiskey. I'm staring at your ugly mug from a laptop. <laughs> yeah, likewise, mate. And it's just weird out there. Like I'm going for me, I'm going for me daily exercise that I'm allowed that Boris said we're allowed to do. Yeah. And um, on on today's uh, on today's exercise, yeah. uh, I walk the dog, and I, it was really Hopefully. really weird, it, mate. It was something out of a a, a zombie apocalypse today i'm not even gonna lie it was so close to it because there was an app that i've heard sirens and stuff all day right and today when on my walk i saw an actual ambulance and someone being carted off out of their house oh god it was really dark it really, really brought it home i'm like fuck is that person you know what is what's going on with that person they've been carted off because they got corona the, you know you know what's going on oh. it's a bit crazy mate out there to be honest wow. it's starting to become a bit more a bit real well, we're here to uh, line up every day, everybody's <laughs> day. So uh, thanks for that lovely bit of dark information there, Paul. <laughs> so uh, anyway, yeah, but on a, on a serious note, yeah, it is, it is very strange. And obviously we're all having to adapt to this weird lifestyle that's not quite, not, doesn't seem quite real. Um, but at the end of the day, uh i think we had a little chat before we started this that we really want to thank obviously thank everybody out there that works on the front lines uh obviously especially people that work in the hospitals nurses doctors you know frontline workers um pharmacists everybody really uh even the post people you know they're still going they're still keeping england running so you know massive massive thanks from uh, the draw one last crew me me and paul <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's thanks but we appreciate it and anybody who listens that works in that field well done to you and i've already signed a petition petition to uh up the wages in the nhs so if you can do the same that's great yeah hopefully after all this we'll have some money i mean i'm i'm very lucky and fortunate with my job that i'm able to work from home i live on my own you know matt has a family so to work with and but I have, it's just me and my dog. So it's very, yeah. lo- it's very lonely. It's but, yeah, but we're very, uh, but we're using, you know, technology to keep ourselves entertained. Oh God, I don't know about that. I've been 
teaching my kids all week, and that's been a nightmare. <laughs> Daddy's school for the gifted. Oh my god, that's They're another gonna, story. There's going to be some brain brain children out of that. <laughs> Let's let's be honest. They're not going to be rocket scientists. No. But, uh, anyway. But yeah. But get in touch, guys. Like you know the social media. Like get on get on touch on Twitter and. Yeah, this uh, re- shit going to make us stop. That's for sure. Uh, reach reach out. You know, if you're feeling lonely or you're feeling you know weird, we want to know all your like, um, you know, uh, isolation stories. Let us know, and we we'll talk yeah. about it on the next episode and stuff. Don't feel lonely. You know, talk to people. Keep yourself busy. You know facetime people you know reach out to us on the internet and stuff like that and follow us along there'll be a lot more social uh, media stuff going on for us at the moment so yeah even if you want to suggest anything as well just uh, reach out and uh, we'll have a little chat ask us questions well, you know you know use your time wisely be creative come out with some new horror movies i mean jesus christ i'm writing a, i haven't told matt but i'm writing a horror story at the moment based on uh, based on this circumstance i'll get i'll read it to him later and if, if he feels that it's any good i might even share it with you lot Ooh. <laughs> interesting so let's go balls deep mate what have you been up to uh well apart from so- a, whis- a whiskey uh, a rum sponsored by kraken no we're not uh, wish we were i'm sponsored by jim bean <laughs> <laughs> other whiskeys are available um right yeah i haven't actually what you know what this has been a weird couple of weeks for me because I've been working around, but I haven't watched too much horror yet. Mm. I'm living by myself, you know, might be scared, but no, I'm going to get <laughs> this next week. I'm really going to go into shudder and I'm going to start like um, using the time to uh, really get into my horror. But I have watched a new TV series yeah, on yeah. Netflix, which I think is worth r- talking about. It's not horror, I'll but it's bloody interesting it's called tiger king murder mayhem oh, and Mad- i've seen that yeah I, I i i'm tempted to watch that i really it am it's only seven episodes about 15 minutes each but i'll tell you what it's batshit it is absolutely batshit i mean it's the it's this it, he he's just out of this world this chap um what's his name i can't even remember the guy's name like memorable then yeah the actual tiger king i can't like i want to forget his name because he's just he is singular and unique but it's being raved about you know so i would go and watch this um tiger king and see what it's all about and it is so it's so unbelievably you just it's begged it begs belief okay it It has to be watched to kind of believed like i you know back me up i give you that um don't fuck with cats or whatever. Oh it was yeah, that, that did have a horror element to it. Jesus Christ! But this one's got sort of um, oh, okay. It's not. It's got a bit of cat. Yeah, you know, maybe a bit of animal murder and abuse in it. But it's I'm not watching that. Then. It's got plotting, plotting of kills, and it's it's so weird. Okay. It's so weird. Worth a watch. <clears throat> but that, yeah, that's pretty much why I watched. What have you been doing? Um, I did get around to watching a movie that's pretty old well not pretty old but not not recent but have you ever, you know have you heard of that movie that uh, movie raw yes i am yeah. that's on my watch list so yeah i i finally got around to watching that fucking weird yeah good weird really weird uh yeah to an extent, there's some really good light scenes in it but it's just a very weird there's a lot of unexplained stuff 
Um, it's it's a little bit of a slow burn to get going, but it's just really, really weird. It's, it's interesting in an interesting, weird way. So it kind of keeps you entertained because you're like, what the hell is it? What's going on? I'm not going to spoil anything because watch it. But there's some really kind of like grotesque bits in there. The, 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 uh, the effects are really good. Really, really some grossed out bits, man. Where did you watch that? I watched it on Blu-ray. Well, you can have to try and bo- I'm gonna have to try and borrow that then. I don't know yeah. how at the moment, but you know, I'll send it by pigeon. <laughs> awesome. All right, and for that, 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 um, that's about it, really. I don't think I've really watched anything. Right. Else. We've been slacking then for these last. We've been getting used to the isolation. Oh, yeah. I, I challenge us both for the next couple of weeks to get a fistful of horror. All right, mm. and let's see what we can pull out. I mean, there's, there's a lot out there. There is a lot of loads. stuff is starting to come onto um, the streaming services. We'll we talk about that more in detail sure, yeah. in a minute. Yeah. Um, but go on and what? Let's get if we haven't got anything else. Let's get on to some fucking news. 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 What you got? You got anything this week, or you've been slacking again? <laughs> I've only got a little bit. Obviously, oh. the corona has been dominating everything. There's been yeah. obviously quite a lot of cancellations of movies and movies being pushed back and stuff like that. But I'm not going to depress mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the good shit. Let's talk about the stuff that they are literally piling onto streaming services as a result of this. Yeah. The Hunt is one. We watched. We were able to watch that in uh, on Amazon for fifteen ninety nine. Bit of a rich rent in price, admittedly. That is a, yeah. But it, we, we've got to remember that is that is a cinema. As a cinema, if you think cinema. about it, if you're going to, if if you if you weren't like us and you weren't like um, members of Cineworld, where obviously we go for free because we pay a monthly fee, you go to the cinema, you pay about what you pay about twelve quid anyway. So if there's two of you in a house, that's less than a cinema ticket, I suppose. But I don't really necessarily agree with it kind of at the moment this is in the situation we're in obviously universal are banging them out you know they've got other stuff coming out which is like trolls 2 which they're going to send straight to streaming services the problem is that's all great while i'm being at the time at now but i don't want that to damage the cinema because no, me neither. there's some there's some films like we've touched on that, that need to be seen in cinemas that, that for the cinematic effects i i couldn't sit at home for instance and watch a marvel movie in the same way as i could at the cinema uh for instance when we went and watched the invisible man oh yeah that has to be seen in a cinema for me and if you that do is another thing they've early released on vod uh, yeah. which is great again it means loads of people still get a chance to see the movie which is fantastic but i do not believe this helps the cinemas out um i think we need to really really after all this kind of blows over that we go out and support our cinemas as much as we can um and you know keep them going i agree and like with with, with, with the um, invisible man and watching stuff like that mm. i would uh, suggest literally watch horror movies as they should be watched mm. with the lights out turn your lights out and watch a horror movie don't watch it with the lights on you bunch of pussies all right that's my uh, that's my advice for that um <laughs> there's a couple of other bits of news um obviously you mentioned our that they've uh, obviously just got Invisible Man on there. Um, After Midnight, a movie, the latest movie from um, Arrow Video. That's it's correct, got yeah. An absolute shed load of extras and stuff like that. And the That's actual unbelievable. Pack, 
the packaging. really good. It looks awesome as well. Yeah, the packaging looks immense. It's um, it looks absolutely immense. I can't wait for that to watch this film called After Midnight. But do you know what else you get with it? Go on. So not only do you get After Midnight, but you get their previous film, The Battery, that I was talking about on the last. Oh my god! I can't, I'm it's I'm really... buying this one. I am getting this one. That's worth it alone just for that. I'm saving battery. on petrol. <laughs> Mate, just do yourself a favour and get it because. The, the battery is brilliant and i've heard nothing but amazing things about after midnight so yeah, yeah. fantastic the, the old graham skipper's in it as well he's, he's brilliant good good little treat as well um i watched a trailer earlier today um <laughs> imogen poots and jesse eisenberg and is it vivarium yeah it looks really weird it looks like a kind of black mirror kind of like weird kind of yeah strange looking movie but it looks intriguing like Pleasantville, but with a bit of a sci-fi mystery yeah. sort of thing going on. I don't yeah, know what yeah. to expect. Really interesting casting, like those two together. Like Jesse Eisenberg's got a bit of like, uh, you know, horror it, slapstick in his old zombie land. Mm. But yeah, Imogen Poots, obviously we know her from Black Black Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Green Room. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Gold star so, for you. I don't know. This is an interesting pairing. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I really am. Interesting dynamic. Yeah, I'll give you that. Definitely. It looks really, really kind of weird and dark. Um, but yeah, it looks right up my street. Oh. I don't know how they're releasing it. I think it's going straight to straight to streaming. It is. Yeah, it looked like it was it was an advert for streaming. Yeah. That downloading digital services. So yeah, that looks very really interesting. I am looking forward to that. So. That's me done. That's cool. my news. What you got, bitch? Wow. A couple of cool things. I did see, this is really interesting, online, that uh, they're releasing VFW, Joe Bugos's on VHS from Broke Horror Fan. Shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, but you can't get it in the UK. They only distribute to the USA. But they're doing it in a proper clamshell kind of box. And the art look, artwork looks amazing, but it's coming out on the 31st of March and it's limited to 50 copies. Oh, right. it's, like, oh, it's just like, oh my God, I wish I could get one. But no, but I thought that's kind of cool. It's kind of a cool little promotional thing. It's limited as well, which is cool, but the artwork looks amazing. So go check it out if you can find it. Yeah, he's done that for his mates, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll be one of those lucky 50 to get one. Another little bit of good news. Um, the movie that we reviewed a while back now, Tigers Are Not Afraid, is being released on Blu-ray and Steelbook in May, on May. In, on May? In May. Um, but the USA only. We don't know about England yet. So they haven't got UK. They haven't got UK distribution yet. No. It's still on. It's still on Shudder. So. It's also on uh, Amazon Prime now as well. Really? Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, yeah. It's on there. So that's, that's, that's going to get some. I'll tell you what. That's it, that's going to get some legs. I that really will. I can't wait. And the, the artwork on the steelbook looks really, really cool. So, yeah, but if you're in the States, go out and get it if you haven't seen it yet. Or if you haven't seen it, then go and watch it if you've got Shudder. Um, so, yeah, I go I still for think it. that is one of the best movies we've ever reviewed. I think it's, it's cracking. Fantastic movie, yeah. Definitely, definitely really, really good. Um, And the only last bit of music, I, music? news I've got, unfortunately, is a bit of sad news again. Um, sadly, Stuart Gordon passed away the other day. 
Um, you might know Stuart Gordon as uh, the director of Reanimator, From Beyond, Castle Freak, Pit and the Pendulum, Dolls, and many others. And he also wrote the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids franchise movies. Well, that's a massive, massive loss. Um, totally. Reviewed a couple of his movies. Um, but yeah, we, you know, that, his movies were a massive part of, part of our childhood, as you agree. Um, yeah, I saw Graham Humphrey did a bit of a did a picture um, mm-hmm. as a bit of a nod to that. It was a really yeah. good like piece. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. So there's been a lot of like um, kind of people, you know, posting about it and talking about their memories and stuff like that. Um, but obviously, we're going to keep his memory alive and hopefully we'll do a few more of his movies because there's some on that list that I really, really want to get for for the next movies of the vaults and stuff. Um, but yeah, sadly, yeah, I'm sitting right on a copy of the doll. The doll's right here, actually. Dolls, yeah. Also, I've got a really nice arrow copy of From Beyond that I haven't delved into yet. That's yeah, too so. right there. That's got to be in the next couple of months, mate. Possibly, episode fifty's yeah. coming up. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, a bit of sad news, but R.I.P. You know what a legend, lost legend, mate. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's all I got news-wise, buddy. Apart from all this Corona shit, <laughs> stopping everything, and don't you dare stop our fright fest. Otherwise, I will kick off. That, I will buy it. Will that be the final straw? Will it? I'll go out there and I'll employ Chuck Norris to go and kick the coronavirus's ass. Fuckers, <laughs> right. don't stop. All right, and then, dude, should we um, get stuck into our main review? Let's fucking do it. You see that article? Every year, these liberal elites kidnap a bunch of normal folks like us and hunt us for sport. The last I heard, free speech still exists. Don't First Amendment me. It wasn't real. Everybody get out of here! We were joking. There's been a killing spree. You gotta come here right now. You actually believed we were hunting human beings for sport. <laughs> but you are. We have an opportunity here to teach these people. These are not real people. They're actors. I'm playing an Arab refugee, but I identify as white. I think that's problematic too, in some way. You wanted it to be real, so you decided it was. kind of sick people would even think of something like that white people we're the worst okay this episode's main review is the hunt um review officially supposed to be coming out last year it's a 15 from uh, blumhouse one hour 30 minutes and it's about 12 strangers that wake up in a clearing don't know where the fuck they are or how they got there they just know they don't know if they've been chosen for a specific reason but they wake up, see a load of guns, and then it all fucking goes to hell. Pretty much. Would you well, say that was pretty pretty fair pretty fair synopsis? Yeah, I mean we had tickets for this, right? <laughs> we did. Trip. This was the last movie that we were going to watch at the cinema, and literally 
the day we were going to watch it is when Cineworld got shut down. Mm. So we ended up watching this well I, separately because we were gonna <laughs> we were gonna watch it together and then <laughs> and then we got locked down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, we watched it. Trying to tell us something. Yeah. So that means Blumhouse got at least, you know, 30 quid out of both of us. Well, yeah. So. (laughs) Oh, I mate, And was it worth it? Was it worth it? Fuck yeah. I had fun watching this movie. Yeah, it was good. It was good fun, actually. Yeah, it was really, really good fun. So. So it stars, it stars, uh, let's go run through the list because it's fucking weird, man. It stars Betty Gilpin from Glow. Yeah. Uh, Anyone watch that lovely series on Netflix? Um, Glow is brilliant. Yeah. Hilary Swank is in it. I haven't seen her for a while, have we? No, we haven't. Ethan Suppley, um, known from American History X and uh, My Name is Earl. Legend. Emma Roberts pops up in it. (laughs) Yeah. And who's that dude? There's um, he was in there. He was in it for about five minutes. Bless him. Uh, Ira Bernholtz. Is, is that what it one is? from? Um, he's from. Um, what's he from? Ah, uh, he's from a TV. He's been in a lot of comedy stuff and TV comedy stuff. But he's really, really funny. Bad Neighbors, Brooklyn Nine Nine, all all sorts of shit. That's it. Bad Neighbors, Brooklyn Nine Nine, Blockers, all that sort of stuff. But who's that Arnie Hammer look, uh, looking motherfucker? Do you remember him? Yes, I don't know which one though. I can't remember what he's from as well, but he's um I, I think I saw him in um, Bad Bad Mum's the Christmas version. Oh god that's he's shit. The, he's the stripper. <laughs> oh Trust you to recognise him. <laughs> he's a bit like Arnie Hammer. But yeah, that was quite good fun. Anyway, it's a good crack. Um it was full of um I don't know, good one liners quick deaths lots of gore lots of blood um and um not much suspense not much or anything like that it's just a bit of like i don't know zombie land with fucking people <laughs> yeah i mean it's i like i like the concept i mean it's not obviously the first thing that we've ever seen like this is a bit it did remind me a little bit of um i know it's totally different but you know predators have you seen predators yeah i know what you're Aged talking about Brody. yeah so like they get ditched and they're being hunted kind of thing. Um, so it did remind me a little bit of that. So it's kind of like, you know, that whole hunt thing around it, you know, people hunting people and stuff. Um, but I like the way it just went straight into it. It was like not really much messing around. Um, no, it was just, it, it was quippy and it just got in there. And you're like, oh, there's a main character, Emma Roberts. Boom, dead. Oh, there's someone else. Uh, boom, dead. Uh, oh, uh, uh, there, there's someone else. Boom, dead. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry if he just spoiled it, but this is a spoiler. We'll put in the thing, spoilers. So, but yeah, we're going to talk spoilers definitely on this one. But yeah, no, you're right. It's, I love that. It was really brave. And it's that whole thing where I was like, Emma Roberts, quite big literally in it she, her character hasn't even got a name she's called yoga pants <laughs> she's not even got a character name she just gets killed straight away yeah but, i mean i mean more more or less straight away there's a good level of like they 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 sort of like um really kind of tear up to be kind of a main character they really think, do oh, it's gonna be a, the twist and bait you know it's just like it's fantastic because <laughs> you think oh okay the story's gonna follow her and then it switches over 
to the other guy that Ira Bernholz. I can't remember. He hasn't even got a character name either. He's just called Staten Island. Yeah. <laughs> which is amazing. And you think, oh, okay, maybe it's following this guy. And then passes over to someone else. So it's like passing the baton over to someone yeah, else. Yeah, it was like, really clever to, to do yeah, that. I really yeah, enjoyed yeah. that sort of aspect of it. Mm. Um, and some good one. There's a lot of like funny quips, funny one-liners. I'm not going to mention... Um, you know, some of the deaths are fucking fantastic yeah. in the way that they're pulled in the way that they're pulled off. Yeah. Um, we, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if you can tell me why it was um, pulled from last year. Do you know why? No. It no might I, do, that. I don't know. It might have been to do with some shootings or something like that. I can't remember. Cause Cause it, had se- it had a September release for last year, but it never came out. And then they, and then it got obviously we're like, where the fuck is this movie? And suddenly, boom, it's out in March. Brilliant, right in the crackdown of uh, the virus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of good fun in this movie. A lot of good times to be had by all. Yeah. Um, this is like, I don't know if how you'd fit it into the horror genre. It's it's just a lot of like stupid deaths, um, a lot of blood and a lot of gore. It's quite um, funny as well. It's like yeah. I'd say it's got, definitely got a comedy side to it. The writing is really, really clever. Um, the character build-up is quite cool. Um, uh, and we get to see Betty Gilpin as a as a. I would say she was sort of the main the main draw to this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of um, it's kind of cool because she's obviously a main character. Um, I don't think she's really been a main character in anything else, like like the forefront and the main character. Um, but it was kind of cool seeing her so different to what she was like in Glow. You know, she's a proper badass, proper hard-faced badass in this. Um, and I think she but, did a good job of it, believable. Yeah, yeah, she's really cool. Like, proper, like, um, southern accent. Uh Totally, totally, uh, totally sold it, mate. Really, really good. But also what's interesting is directed by uh, Craig Zabal. Now, as far as I know, he's done episodes of Westworld, Leftovers and Outcast. So he's done a lot of TV. So I think this is his first proper um, kind of movie, big movie, if you call it that. It'd be in Blumhouse. But it's been cool because they've let him go full, full pout. No, again, the Blumhouse theory works. You know, give give somebody the cash, get them, get them to do their own story, um, and write everything, and it just is a different story that, and it's fresh and it's new. So definitely fresh and new. Definitely not something we've seen recently. You know, you could put it in the same lines as like Hostel and stuff like that, but it's not really because it's it's got that satir. It's got a, a lot of like it's, it's slapstick comedy and all that sort of stuff. So I don't know. He did well. He really, really did well with this. Yeah, yeah, I, I had a really yeah. fun time watching it. Really, really fun. And it's only an hour and a half. It's nothing serious. It's no midsummer. So this is just a little bit of. <laughs> this is just a little bit of fun. Yeah. You know, we total, have total, like let your hair down if you've got some, um, and just <laughs> you know immerse yourself in it. Let yourself go. Bit of fun. You know, it's just it's just it's just a really all good all round good good movie. I thought I, I really enjoyed it, and it had that kind of little twist as well a little kind of very uh, kind of has that kind of um social element to it like the purge yes like, there is a kind of social element to it which is which is actually quite comical 
when, yeah, it's poked when, at. When you, yeah, when it when it kind of expose it, it's kind of like quite clever. Um, I, I found it. I found about that. I found it clever. Well, yeah, go on. We're spoiling it. Go on. Let's spoil this. Go and watch it, and then we're and then come and watch it. But like, um, there's some fucking. It's basically about like do-gooders versus rednecks, I suppose. Would you say that? Like lefties versus like f- right? Yeah, there's a definitely a, an element of it where it's obviously the would you say upper class workers kind of like because they must have a lot of money for what they could well achieve. Agreed, but they're also kind of like the upper class um, enchilon, but with a kind of real left feel. So they're not used to guns. They're not used to hunting. They aren't like avid. Where you think this was called the hunt and where you think this is people hunting, you think it was people who'd done it before. But the reasoning behind them doing it is ridiculous. (laughs) Absolutely ridiculous. And um, very far fetched. Yeah, but they're just like vegans, half of them are vegans. (laughs) And they just like they care for the environment Mm. and they've got all this weird stuff. And then you've got these people that they've picked to kind of i don't know like hijack are people like that people have, that have just like trolled them on twitter and stuff yeah. like that it's such, like a, it's such a stupid reason that they, they've done it um almost kind of makes it a bit like okay actually this film's like just got meh hasn't really got a story no substance to it but it doesn't who gives a shit it was just fun but the thing is about the people that makes me laugh is that they've got all the gear and no idea <laughs> that's the funniest thing that's a good shout <laughs> they, they've obviously they obviously have hired somebody who is kind of like um kind of knows everything about kind of like guns and tactical moves and stuff like that because there's a funny bit where the guy goes i was in tears of the sun with bruce willis yeah. and i think he's actually from tears of the sun with bruce i think willis. you're right and i just think that's brilliant just to play on that and, and maybe fantastic. some of the jokes they could have just played on a little bit more Mm. I don't know. I don't know how you think about that, but yeah, I, I thought that was cool. Lot big kill count. Big, yeah, big, big kill count. Expect, yeah. expect a a barrage of very indifferent and different uh, deaths. Funny ones. Yeah, <laughs> very unique and some. Yeah, so that was that was good, good, uh, good fun to that. <laughs> and must, one of one of my favourite bits. I do want to touch on really quickly is um, the bit with Ethan Supple on the train when Ethan they. Supple. Uh, Ethan Supley, yeah, when they when they um meet the um immigrants on the, they think are esca- <laughs> like immigrants yeah. are escaping. Um there's a really funny bit in that which um I'm not gonna we're not gonna I don't think we should discuss, but that bit it did have me uh mate, uh, I know chuckling. exactly what you mean. I, I love that bit. There was some like but you can see he does T V. There's almost like some um I don't know, Saturday Night Live skit. Um, Brooklyn Nine Nine skit. It's just you can see a sort of TV attitude definitely to it. Got that touch to it. Yeah, yeah. especially if you've seen Outcast. Outcast as well. Like mm. he did an episode of Outcast, and um, that's a great little graphic novel and the blood and stuff like that in there. So yeah, you can see where he's got his sort of like research from. Mm. C- expect another decent movie from him at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are we gonna? Should we touch on the end? Um, well, the end sequence is just a. Uh, a you know a proper bitch fight in it <laughs> well, i knew that i knew i kind of had a feeling there's got to be some kind of end to this with a twist there's got there's got there has to be some sort of twist at the end right so they, 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 i just didn't understand where it was going with the main character 
Yeah, I know what you mean. And um, like, why is why is everyone else is kind of a, a bunch of dopes, but she can kick the she's like quite kick ass. Mm. And then you get that reveal, and you're like, ah, oh, you fucking fucked up, or did they fuck? You know, they fucked up. The ending was very, very fun, and the yeah. twist the twist was like, you know, very a very good watch. It was comical as well the twist because might as well talk about it because we support everything else. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> the, the fact that they'd got the wrong person after all they'd done to this poor girl. They've literally got the wrong person because she's got the same name as somebody else. So they plonked her in there thinking that she was someone else the whole time. But it turns out that she was not that person. That she was No, she was actually a good person, to be honest. Like, you know, what they're trying to like rise against and kill off you know all these rednecks she's like you know she's in that like wheelhouse but she, <laughs> but she's been been at war she's yeah. done for a country she, yeah. she's a fucking hero in her own way and she kicks the fucking shit out of hillary swank it's great yeah. i love the little heel turn at the end but the fight scene between hillary swank and pff, unbelievable fight scene i loved it it's brilliant I mean, you know, she's a million-dollar baby, isn't she? So the, she's done physicality. <laughs> Bit of neck-breaking. Yeah, <laughs> I'll give you that. No. But no, overall, like, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Like, definitely, I would suggest go and stream it if you can. Definitely yeah, worth spend the fifteen ninety-nine. What What are you rating it, boy? What I'm rating it? I'm rating this probably seven refs out of ten. Yeah, I'll go for that. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it doesn't need to be more than that. It was just a good bit of honest fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. Something that, you know, could pass the time during this crisis that we're in the moment. Exactly. Let your you head say, out. If, if you've got, you know, if you've got the spare fundage, then do it. Obviously, if you haven't, <coughs> then you're fine. <laughs> so I got a bit of a cough, Matt. We do not condone any illegal streaming on this podcast. I don't know what you said. I just coughed. Yeah, well, so I'm gonna come well, and lick your face. Good movie, seven breaths out of ten. The Hunt, Blumhouse knocks it again. Well, they, they did better than the last thing that we watched. Fantasy Island, suck my dick, man. Don't bother that one, people. Sorry, yeah. but don't. Sweetheart, yes. Hunt, yes. Fantasy Island. <laughs> <laughs> In the shitter. All right then, dude. Um, let's move on to our something to scream about. Let's do it. What do you want from me? Why don't you run from me? What are you wondering? What do you know? Why aren't you scared of me? Why do you care for me? When we all fall asleep, where do we go? So, this time on something to scream about we thought as that you're all climbing the walls at this time and you're looking for good content out there who better to ask or sorry who better to recommend some streaming titles for you other than all those people out there that are probably doing the same but they're not the same as draw one last breath so (laughs) people thought that we would come up with our top five streamable films or tv shows 
for you to go and sit down and watch at this time of need. <clears throat> so what should, how should we do this? Should we do one each? One, then one, like a little bit of tennis? Or should we just, do you just want to do your five and I'll do my five? Um, no, go on. Let's do a bit of, te- let's do a bit of movie, te- movie tennis, shall we? Tops or tennis. I you mean, start, you start this time. Okay, so. Right, so, my number one, you can find this, and it's a doozy, on Shudder, and it is House of the Devil. Awesome. Awesome pick. Me and you, we watched this a very long time ago. I can't even remember where we watched it. Was it Rent or did we buy it? I can't remember. You bought it for me. You actually... Oh, yeah, I bought it for you. Because if I look on my... um, I've got the copy here. He's now for the... Obviously on the camera, you can't see. Oh, yeah, there you go. He's got it. He's holding the House of the Devil DVD in front of the camera. Absolutely useless for you people out there, but never mind. (laughs) house of the devil so this film is unbelievable because it literally looks like it was shot in the 70s so it's got like a proper grainy feel to it um we follow a main character she's down on luck she hasn't got a lot of money and basically these this kind of she sees this advert for a babysitter that i think i can't even remember how much they paid like something like 300 dollars for one night to babysit so she's like, I need the money. I want to put it down on a, a to rent a place. She needed that money real badly. $300 one night. So she goes to the place where the babysitting is. And literally, the guy says, oh, we haven't really got a baby. But we just need you to kind of sit in the house because there's an old lady upstairs. and But she won't bother you. You know, all you need to do is sit there, you know, buy a pizza. It's cool. Um, and we'll be back in three hours or something. And literally, all hell breaks loose. Um, I'm not going to spoil it. I think that if you haven't seen this, you need to go and watch it. It's called House of the Devil. It's on Shudder. Um, but it Shudder, is, it's on Amazon. It's, it's on Amazon as well. Yeah. And Shudder. Yeah, it's on and both. Right. Yeah, so you, it's, it's out there. You can get it. It's absolutely brilliant. And it's just batshit crazy is shot so well it's beautiful it's, the acting is brilliant all throughout um but if you like it i'm gonna i won't this doesn't really spoil it but it's, if you like your culty stuff go do it because it is fantastic awesome pick mate that is great i'm gonna go for my first one go for it it's on netflix i'm gonna go for stephen king's misery Oh, All right, yes. I'm going for an old. I'm going for an oldie. But if yes. you guys haven't seen this, Kathy Bates, James Khan, oh my fucking god, it's one of my favourite books that he's done, and it's brutal. There's a scene with a sledgehammer that you'll never ever forget. All right, it's it's so brilliant, and maybe when you're in isolation, it could be perfect. Yeah, it's quite a good movie actually good choice man that's, yeah. uh, that's a good pick it's fucking genius and the fact that it's on netflix i'm just like oh my god let's review that right now i just love this movie man shame Kathy, it's not your pick mate i know and kathy, <laughs> kathy bates man she got did she get an oscar nom for this i can't yeah, even I think remember she got nominated didn't she but yeah. even james can is fucking amazing in this movie he's brilliant fucking horror movie nom oh come on you've got a guy if you haven't seen this bad boy go and check this one out man 
Misery is awesome. Mm. It's one of the best like '90s Stephen Kings, definitely. Hands down, it is one. It is one of the best. It's brilliant. Okay, so my number two. This isn't ra- r- rated by any way. I'm just this is my the second one. It's a TV show. We've I've spoke about it before. It's on Netflix, and it is a zombie TV show, and it's called Black Summer. Oh, that's a great show. At least you get more content of that as well. Yeah, I just thought I, I needed to... I, I don't think enough people have flown the flag for this one. Um, it is a fantastic TV show, which it just looks at... It kind of looks at... It's a connecting story. It's got different people's aspects. Um, and it all intertwines into and, and all these kind of paths cross. So it's really cleverly written. Um, the storyline flows. The acting is absolutely superb. The stunts are brilliant. The makeup and effects is brilliant. It keeps it's high octane. It just keeps going. It just makes you want to watch one after the other, like binge watch it if you can. But it's fantastic. It, I think it breaks the boundaries. It's not just boring zombie shit. It's just really clever um mate there's some really good episodes in it it's not too long either um and i've heard that they are going to do another series as well do you know what i might rewatch it because we're in this why not i eh? I might do it i might do it it's just mate it's just superb i loved it that is a great jamie king's in it she's brilliant she plays a character called rose kind of centers on her quite a lot but it's just just so good It's, it's episode two mate episode two alone that, oh my god that, that last couple of episodes it just it's just crazy phenomenal it's such a good show and i don't think enough people have seen it so, so unique. it's so unique it's, yeah. it's brilliant um and i'm going to move over to amazon then and for my next one um uh, i'm going to go for green inferno eli roth is it eli roth eli roth green inferno i was that close <laughs> to picking it oh yeah it's a what remake of about, a classic. It is a remake of a classic, but the remake is actually decent. It's really good. It's cannibals. You know, if you're in alone, you kind of want something that's going to fuck you up and make you feel nervous and stuff and not want to go outside. This is fucking one of them. Yeah, it's <laughs> really, you won't want to leave the goddamn house if you watch talk, this. Talking about isolation. Oh, my oh God. My God. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. It's, it's nuts. It's set in the jungle. Um oh some of the scenes are just ridiculously gory it is mental the uh, how how good the special effects are in this wow. it's incredible a little story Go um, on. that we well you know about this anyway but i'm gonna say anyway me and paul a couple of years back a few years back went to walker StalkerCon, and we met met the legend greg nicotero that worked on that film with eli roth yes we did um, and he was quite right in what he said the acting was a bit shite but the special effects was amazing. It didn't uh, matter. The acting didn't matter. No, not really. But um, but yeah, it, it was it, it's such a good movie. It's, it's so violent. <laughs> it's just unbelievably, but but clever, very clever. I really enjoyed that. No, that's a great bit. I was that close to picking that. I do Seven love this. Times. I do love this movie. I think it's fucking gross. <laughs> yeah. Again, if you want, you know, if you want something just to just to get away. And just immerse yourself into good pick, mate. Good pick. I love that. Go on, dude. What you got? Um, 
I've got a bit of a weird one here. I don't think you've seen this yet, and I want you to watch this movie. I don't know if you have seen it. Did we see it together? I can't remember. Um, but it's called The Woman, and it is on Amazon, and it's on Amazon Prime. I and it stars it. And it stars Pollyanna McIntosh. And the synops- synopsis? The storyline of it is basically uh, a guy finds a feral woman while hunting in the woods and then decides to take her home with him. But there's a little bit of an underlining weird thing to it. Um, but yeah, this film is fucking crazy. And I'm Polly all over that. I haven't Mac- seen it. I haven't seen it. And Pollyanne McIntosh, I'm, I'm yeah, well she's up from, She's from Walking Dead, and she is brilliant. And she's a trash woman, you know. Weird talking girl. Um, but it, it's fucking crazy. I don't really want to tell you much about it, um, because it's spoiled it. But it is pretty fucking gruesome. Pretty pretty oh. weird. Quite dark. So if you if you if you're not into something quite dark, then probably don't watch this movie. Um, but then there's there's a um, a kind of spin at the end. So I'm not gonna spoil it. But yeah, the woman. All right then. For those all living alone, I'm gonna go back to Netflix. This is this is one for you, especially in the times that we're in. We're going for the night eats the world. A French. Oh zombie movie which is probably one of the most outstanding um self-isolation movies that could possibly be out there it is incredible and will make you feel so weird especially in what we're going for the moment i mean we're talking the my picks are like you know you've got a you've got to want to be scared and if you want to be you know in this stupid situation that we're in at the moment um it doesn't it, it might make you feel a bit oh oh okay if i'm in this in a long time and i've actually got people running at me outside this is how you survive the zombie apocalypse all right and it, it is just an absolute masterpiece of um of cinema it's not and not in a pretentious way it is just fucking awesome zombie movies one of my favorite zombie movies such a rare little find it's on netflix the night eats the world this this is just like you on your own the world's ended outside what the fuck would you do yeah what are you gonna do the the, the good great thing about that movie is again i know i'm gonna sound like a broken record but when you think again I was like, here we go, another zombie movie. <laughs> boring, boring, boring. But it totally rips the boundaries, totally rips up the rule book, changes things, and it takes it from a different spin and perspective. Um, and it's just really clever. It's just really fresh and clever. You take the zombies out, and you never put them in at any yeah. point in this movie. Um, I think you've got a movie on its own. But with, the, with them and the added tension, mm. it's fucking something else. It's yeah. such a cool movie. It's definitely, definitely brilliant. It's got, it's definitely got a little bit of, um, kind of like, kind of, uh, what it would do to you as well, mentally as well, kind of yeah. edge of it, which is, which is great. It be careful, be careful with this one. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not totally dark, but it's very, very clever, very clever indeed. So, my next one is, I can't remember what this is on Amazon. Uh, Amazon Prime. Um, I'm not sure if you watched this yet, but it's called Starry Eyes. Ooh, no, doesn't sound very horror esque. 
I'm sure you haven't picked like a child's one. Oh, yet. dude, this is horror, mate. So it's called Starry Eyes. Um, it's Guy the Guy by the guys that did um, Pet Cemetery the remake, and they did Holidays. You know the anthology. Oh, yeah. So Holidays it, also available on Netflix. It, but yeah, but it basically this story stems around a, um, an actress um, that is in Hollywood. Um, she's kind of like working in a dead end restaurant, and she's desperate to make it into kind of films and it's kind of it's kind of apt at the moment with all the weinstein shit going on because it's it, it, it was made quite a long time ago as well but it centers around her and um it's basically what would you do to go to the lengths of stardom and what it can do to you as a person um but there is a, a very very dark horror side to this story that again i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil um but it is it's very very apt for this time that we live in um it's really clever it's quite low budget but the effects in this are fucking phenomenal for what um the budget of the movie was i don't know what it was but it's definitely low budget um but the the gore in this movie is brilliant and the storyline is fantastic but it's a great little indie flick. Um, and again, I don't think enough people have seen this movie. Um, if you have, well done to you. But if you haven't, go and seek it down. It's called Starry Eyes and it's on Amazon. But definitely worth a watch. You need to watch it, Paul. All right, I will do. I've got, I, I got a bit of fun for my next one, I thought, before I go back to the darkness. Oh, I've got a bit of fun for the next one. I thought I'd go for Netflix and go for The Babysitter because that's on there. And if oh. anyone hasn't seen The Babysitter yet, you need to go and see that something fun. Um, it's got Samara weaving in it from um, Ready or Not, and she is um, absolute genius. There's going to be a Babysitter 2 at some point this year, maybe, <laughs> if we're lucky um, with all what's going on. But um, if you just want a bit of fun, you want some, you know, stupid nod to the 80s, but done in a very clever up, up and up and uh, up to the modern way, watch the Babysitter. It's great. Very, very quippy. Very quippy. Again, I love that shit. I love a bit of quippiness. And it's very. Again, I I classify this as in its own subgenre, if you like, of uh, bubblegum horror. Yeah, but definitely put it on there. It's it's great watch. Fantastic. It is a great watch. Very clever. Very um, smart in the way. What's his name? The guy that did uh, Charlie's Angels, isn't it? Yeah. Charlie Mukchee. That's it. Yeah. Right. Good. But yeah, that, that, go and watch the babysitter on Netflix. That's a crack, mate. Quality. So, my last one is on Shudder. It's from 2014, and it's called Housebound. Ooh. And it's a great little indie. That's a, good, that's a great little shout. I like yeah. that. Brilliant film. A great little indie kind of haunted house, kind of New Zealand horror. I love New Zealand horror when they bring it out. It's fantastic. Got some great actors in it great characters fantastic scenes of of gore and stuff like that but it's just i just it was just really fresh watching it because it was just like i was just surfing around ages ago on at the time it was on netflix but it's not now it's on shudder um but i was just like going through it and i thought oh that that artwork looks kind of cool clicked on it literally kept me entertained the whole way through from start to finish and it's so funny as well it's like the humor but yeah it's a it's a fantastic horror movie um throughout 
it'll just keep you entertained. It's one of those movies that I just didn't even know about. I just clicked on it and thankfully, I think it's one of those ones that's really underground that kind of like, you know, that a lot of people have seen, but not a lot of people talk about. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. A proper indie horror. But yeah, it's yeah. definitely worth watching Housebound on Shudder. Brilliant movie. And nice it's got one. lots of twists as well. I mean, I'm going to go for my last pick. Um, I'm going to go back to Stephen King and go to Cujo, which is on Amazon at the moment. Is it? Oh, yeah, boy, I found it. I was like diving into Amazon. I was like, what the fuck is on it? I mean, I'm in a minute. I didn't know like, that was on there. Yeah, Cujo's on there, mate. Uh, cool. I really want to do that as a pick. Dee Wallace, obviously starring, and a big fucking St. Bernard. Oh, my God. It's not as dark as the book, because in the book, the fucking kid gets his comeuppance spoilers <laughs> in the but um yeah another stephen king beaut for me i love stephen king and again this is one of his best they haven't remade it yet this is in its purest 80s form yeah again right. isolation <laughs> yeah well you know in a car but it's good this is fun movie man go and fucking watch it there's a, i don't know if you want to talk about any others i got a couple of funny things that i went when i was doing this little escapade of looking into don't, don't tell me five-headed shark no i found a film in Sharknado. 2013 hmm. called flu <laughs> on amazon um now on amazon the synopsis is very different to what i found on imdb so imdb says chaos ensues when a lethal airborne virus infects a population of south korean city less than 20 kilometers from seoul on the fucking amazon it's it purposely mentions corona fucking virus <sighs> i don't know somebody's out there Dreadful. they've changed they've changed the plot on the on amazon the bastards to scare the shit out of you Shameful. it's fucking funny man I just can't believe they got away with it because that's not the synopsis on IMDb um, or the movie. It's not fucking about coronavirus. Oh, anyway. Cabin Fever Free, Patient Zero is on Amazon. I'm yeah. right, thanks. Yeah. Only the first one for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, not the got, remake, the original. You got a film on uh, Netflix called The Cured, you know. <laughs> just thinking about films that are apt at the moment. Obviously, The Purge could be going into that territory soon <laughs> and let's not forget that midsummer is on amazon it's right to a penny on prime go and watch that bad boy that is that is our is pick. it a director's cut though i don't think it is, is it oh i didn't have a look i didn't go that deep all right but it's only an extra 20 minutes but watch it if you haven't seen it and you want to watch a version Only of an extra 20 minutes it's a fucking great 20 minutes but watch if you haven't watched it midsummer is on amazon at the moment go and see that bad boy and all i can say is bliss 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 <laughs> actually my um my brother's uh uh girlfriend katie who listens to the podcast texted me earlier hey, look, look stop referring to her as my brother's girlfriend she is a fan of the show she is a fan of the show not and my she... brother's girlfriend anymore stop right. Katie, fan of the show, uh, is w- was watching on Shudder something because she they've just got the um the thirty day trial because oh, cool. that's what you get at the moment. Um, they've watched a film called Terrified, which is an Argentina horror. Argentina. Oh God, horror. mate, have you seen this yet? No. <laughs> have I seen it? No, you haven't. I haven't. You'd remember this movie, mate. It is scary. 
She sounds, yeah, she said the first five minutes. She was like, what the fuck? Yeah, you need to get involved, mate. Because I I nearly put that on my list. So there we go. There's a recommendation from a fan. That's brilliant. Good. Thanks, Katie. Um, Wow. Yeah. I think it's also worth mentioning that we didn't mention what we're going to do for um, our main review next next week uh, episode. Because obviously we're still going to put these episodes out. Um, and on Netflix at the moment, there's a film called The Platform, which is in currently in the top 10 mm. most viewed movies or one of their top 10s. I don't know why they, how Netflix works. I think it was number two that are behind Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it's a Korean horror movie. Is it Korean, is it? Uh, yeah, it's, 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 I think it's Korean. Uh, if I haven't got that right, I apologize. But it's, um, it's definitely, uh, a on the foreign it's a foreign movie yeah it's a foreign movie <laughs> but i um whatever we, it's we, korean though no no um i'm gonna go double check where it's from now before i sound like a <laughs> jackass a jackass um if i'm right though that you have to eat some shit <laughs> and is it likewise for you as well Oh, fuck's sake. All right. Oh, who's eating shit next episode? Oh, <laughs> live on streaming. It's a Spanish horror movie. <laughs> it's from Spain, which is fine, because it likes a pan. Tiger's not afraid. We love Spanish horror. This looks fucking fucked up. I can't wait to watch this. And then we're going to do a double header, because why not? We've got time. We're yeah. going to do the platform, and we're going to review VFWs from Joe Bigos as well. I can't fucking wait so yeah rock and roll man that's going to be our next one but for now that's something to scream about who knows what we're going to be talking about in our little section next next time <laughs> who knows but we're going to go straight on to our movie from the vault so our movie from the vault was picked by our friend Rob Doig that was on the last episode. Thank you very much, Rob. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, I'm just going <laughs> to... No. Gonna... <laughs> no, thank you. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks, Rob. <laughs> a brief synopsis on the movie. It's Robert. And in this chilling story, based on a real-life event, a family experienced terrifying supernatural occurrences when their son acquires... A vintage doll called Robert. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Where the fuck do we start with this one? Well, I don't even care about the actors that are fucking appearing in this one, so I'm not going to run down the list. <laughs> it's really, really not relevant. A lot of Welshies. Can I, can I ask you one question before you start? No. What was the first note you wrote about this film? Um, the, the first note. note I wrote about this film was bullshit blurb. <laughs> bullshit. That fucking I'm, blurb. At the begin- that blurb at the beginning was a fucking bunch of horse shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hear what I wrote? It's my it first. Was? Possibly the worst movie I have ever seen. Yeah, but you wrote what well, you wrote. That's the first thing you wrote. <laughs> yeah. So hang on. What? <laughs> How did you write that without even seeing it first? Because I knew. From about the first two minutes in this movie, that it was going to be shit. 
Uh, I, lo- I love Rob Doig. Literally, he picked this movie because he's called Rob. Robert. I love yeah, it. Yeah, he'd never seen it before. He didn't know what he was um, He was recommending. I, I think honest. he did. I think he, he was like top 10 worst movies of all time. And then he just picked that one. All right, hang on. Okay, let's let's step back. Okay, oh, okay, let's step okay. back. Let's try and get something redeeming out of this. Okay, I'm this trying, is I'm trying to pull something. This is something. 2015. Ugh, ugh. Director is Andrew Jones. <laughs> right, Andrew Jones is a a independent horror movie director from Swansea. Brilliant. Well done. He, he has done a barrage of uh, independent movies. Now, this is what upset me when I went into 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 this. I'm like. Oh, fuck's sake this is what it could be if i did horror movies is, is this what i would do no it wouldn't be if i did ho- <laughs> if i did horror movies it wouldn't be like this yeah, i bet it would uh i'm not saying it would be better because <laughs> he's be worse. <laughs> he has done a fucking shitload of independent horror movies now i'm not gonna bash independent horror absolutely not not at all he's he's born in 1983 he's two years younger than me he could have been me Okay, this is what I'm saying is this fair play to having a crack. And to be honest, this mo- this Robert doll has had five outings yeah, in right. movies. Yeah, five. Right. Well done. Thanks. But this was one of his first goes. I mean, I, that's all I got. That's that's the only <laughs> thing I can, that's the only redeeming thing that I can say. <laughs> Rip off of Annabelle. Wow. Number one. Was it before Annabelle, wasn't it? Wow, this is what I'm going to have to look about now. Yeah, that's one of the notes I wrote. Now, if I'm wrong, I will watch the rest oh, God. of the Robert series. If this you is really want to put that back down. <laughs> oh, shit. Hang if on a minute. It's not a rip Wait off there. of Annabelle. Wait there. Then I will watch the rest. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Annabelle came out in 2014. And to be honest, fuck that. Conjuring was like 2012, and that's when we were first introduced to the Annabelle doll. So I don't get to watch the rest of this shithole of a fucking franchise. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you don't have to apologise. The doll's ginger. <laughs> Do you know what I put? Puppet Creepy looks like William Defoe. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Look at the doll. He looks so weird. <laughs> he does. Do you know what? I might watch it again. That makes it better. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, that's brilliant. That's the only best thing I can think of. It, it has to be said, though. If we were making horror movies, right? If you look at his IMDb and you watch... And I did a bit of a deep dive, connections and all that. Oh, you've God. got Lee Bain as Paul Otto, the <laughs> dad. <laughs> He's obviously his mate because he's in every other Robert movie, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, pretty much as, as a character. He's a toy maker after this. Yeah, I know. But he's got to be his mate because his fucking acting was... Okay. Um, Susie Francis Garton as the main... As Jenny Otter. I wanted to punch fucking her in the fucking... Ow, fucking annoying was she... I, I was like, I wanted to shoot hope, myself after about 10 minutes of listening to her voice. The director never listens to this because I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. You had a go. I can't, <laughs> I can't I can't mock you for having a go. And that really upsets me because I know I love it, independent horror. But this was fucking undis- 
I I want it to be. Oh, this is so fucking shit. Yeah, this is like you know Troll Two or funny or shit. Bird Pandemic, but this is just unwatchable. I I just um I don't know. I just found myself really. It's like every trope in the in the horror book, and it? it's just like oh god. It's like it's just it. There's nothing that creeps me out whatsoever. Absolutely, whatsoever. I'm just reading the goofs on um, IMDb. Yeah. And it said around one minute 30, while the husband, one hour 30, while the husband draws a bath, you can clearly see a bearded crew member in the mirror. Now, that is clearly the director because he's the one with the fucking beard. (laughs) Fucking hilarious. It's just, there's no, there's no, there was a bit, there's no blood. There's no special effects. The no special gore. effects is a doll. The doll shit it is fucking shit. I love dolls. I love demonic <laughs> toys. The blow up kind. Yeah, all right. I love child <laughs> play. I love Chucky. Give me more doll movies, but Robert's not up there. It's not. I remember seeing this in Asda for like one ninety nine, and I and I knew that I wasn't gonna. And I like my you Asda. You picked movie. up though, didn't you? I, I bought. You I, picked up. <laughs> you picked up. You looked at it, didn't you? I bought a movie with Fred Durst from Asda over this. <laughs> we are never going to review that movie unless I pick it. Um. So the kills, yeah. the kills were shit. Um. Do you know what happened with the kills? On. I think they were like, we could spend some money on effects, but I'd rather not. So let's just kind of gloss over the kills and just make like a POV kind of shot of the puppet. And it's just like, so just such a letdown. You could have done something. You know, did a bit of fake blood in there. It's just like nothing happens. As a first crack though, can you imagine, right? If we, let's, let's say we had no money. Yeah. I wouldn't make it. I wouldn't even bother making it. I mean, you've got a vision, you've got a vision, but oh, I can't, I can't bring myself, I need, to, I need to get hold of like a mate who could do something like if someone was falling down the stairs and the camera was on a bit of string or something following the person when they're falling down the stairs. I mean, that's, is that a really, I, I'd rather do a skip shot to the fucking bottom of the stairs and then use the money to like show some brains or something. Yeah, but at least, right. Take a visit to your local butchers and say, look, give me, can I have some pig guts or something? Oh, I know. Just do a little bit of a stabby stabby guts falling out scene. Anything. It's, like, it's like what I wanted from it or what I feel it should be. They've sort of like gone Annabelle, creepy, tortured doll. Trapped, trapped in a doll. Yeah, huh? trapped in a doll. So I'm going to make it like paranormal activity, but shit. Um... But then they tried the psychological thing with the woman having mental health issues. Yeah. Because uh, you know what? As I was watching, they should have made they should have made this with a lot of blood and a lot of gore. You know, obviously, because I knew about all the the sequels and stuff, I knew that it was the doll. But one point, at one point, right? I thought, you know what would be really cool with a twist for this is that the father was actually doing it to make her go crazy but wasn't there were like, all the, right the twist what... of it was like he was doing this stuff to actually make her think that she was going insane 
I thought that'd be great. That'd be All a right. great little twist at the end that he was actually doing it to get rid of her. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But like, again, at one point, like you know, when the new cleaner turns up, and he's like, he answers the door. He's like, oh, hello, new cleaner. And I was like, here we go. It's a bit weird. He fancies her, obviously, because he's like, oh, you're the new cleaner, are you? He's a bit young. <laughs> and I thought, here we go. He's going to cheat on her or something. But it didn't happen. <laughs> I was like, you could have easily wrote that in there. Yeah, there was a um, bit of tall, wasn't he? He was a bit of tall, and his anger. Uh, she had some kind of problems, but we never really got to explore that. We never really understood what was going on. The kid. Um, this is the funniest thing. The kid that centers around. They don't center around the kid whatsoever. At all, he's like literally the only scenes they ever shoot is him in his room asleep, pretty much. He hardly ever comes out the room. The only, do you know, the only thing that I found quite not creepy, but a bit that I wanted them to explore more, was that the boy was talking to the doll, and you could hear the doll talking, like there was a voice behind the door. When the when the the mum was like listening against the door, and I was like hearing him, and I I wanted to hear him talk, but he doesn't talk. But isn't so, there a twi- isn't there a twist, or did I miss the the ending? Did I just fall? Did I pass no, out? It's not really a twist. It's like a bit of an obvious thing that happens at the end, isn't it? I thought the boy did it. The boy killed the dad. Well, yeah, because what happens is the the doll has the influence over the boy, doesn't it? It transcends into the boy. Oh, is that what happens? So it's like a spirit that moves from the doll to the boy, and then it takes over because you think, oh, cool, they've got rid of the doll. It doesn't even show them getting rid of the doll. Wouldn't you have a scene where they're burning it or they're getting rid of it? They don't really say what they do with the doll. Also, whenever there's a death, they yeah. also they sort of they're quite blasé about it. Well, yeah. The funniest thing is that the the babysitter gets killed, not even in their house, and they say, "Oh, the, the police are going to come and interview us," and then they don't ever show up. Yeah. Don't you think that's a bit weird that she's yeah. killed on the night she's babysitting? She leaves the house. And nobody even comes around to interview them. The police don't knock on the door. They know. It's like they they did. They might have filmed that scene with the police interviewing them, but they thought, nah, nah, it's going to be too long if we put that in there. Let's just not bother. <laughs> it's just like it's like oh, she gets on the phone. She's like, oh yeah, oh she's been murdered. The police said they're going to come and interview us at some point. What? It's a murder investigation. Of course they're going to fucking come and interview you. And yeah. it never happens. It'd be prime suspect number one, surely. The acting is fucking awful. Oh, my God. Seriously. Yeah. Poor acting across the board. Oh, the one thing that really annoyed me throughout the whole bloody thing was the shit piano. Mm. Oh, my God. I'm like... Every time it split to the the house, it was like, bing. You could have fucking built a movie better with just a, some someone who could actually play the piano or do better in like music I, just, and I don't want to have a go at anyone but fuck me the musical choices were fucking awful as i just i really i really really tried to dig deep to find something positive about the movie and i just i can't i can't find anything really positive about it but paul's got a temper i wrote yeah, so yeah, he's in, yeah, his little. Oh, yeah, that was the main redeeming one that they called the uh, main actor Paul. So I'm happy with that. The character got called Paul, so that got a point. Um, but he did have a temper. It kind of went naught to sixty, mm. which was weird. It was very weird. 
is 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 sort of acting when he got a bit stroppy. <laughs> it's just every, everything that happened though was obvious as well. Like the fact that the the puppet wrote die on Omira and then she grabs him to show him and it's like, oh yeah, it'll be gone. Shows in the mirror the the lipstick's gone off the mirror. It's just it's so obvious. Mm. And it's just, the, the, you know one of the worst bits for me was when Robert acquires a baseball bat because we play loads of baseball in England and hits the dad over the head with a baseball bat in the, the, the most mildest manner I've ever seen a baseball bat used in. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It it's was like, um... what the... F- and in the end, oh my God, the end. I was like, is that it? Where did the dad get the knife from? And... Um, I was like, is that it? He's not even going to come back for one last hurrah? Yeah. A knife? And he's gone? Oh, I'm sorry. This this was just a fucking awful pick. Sorry, Rob. You fucking suck, man. <laughs> oh, bless him, though. He picked the film because it had the same name as him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. That's the reason he said that. Uh, That's the reason yeah, he picked it. It's a good fair reason. Play. But Rob, I have to say, this is possibly one of the worst films I've ever seen. Yeah, and I like shit movies, but this was just uh, like there, there's shit, and then there's I. Uh, and then there's this. I don't know. Like, I'd rather watch Staunton Hill again, Matt. Oh God. And oh, you know, man. you know what? Oh, I, no, I did think about that because I was thinking in my head, right? Actually, I was thinking. Actually, I take that back. <laughs> what's the worst films that me and Paul have ever ever watched? I was racking my brains and I was like, I think this is, this possibly could be one of the worst. I'd rather watch Sharknado or something Sharknado like that. amazing to eat your shit, eat your fucking, shut up. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just, I, I'm really finding it hard to find anything from this. I mean, you know, fair play, it's low budget, it's homegrown, you know, it's shot in Wales. Oh my God. But I just, yeah, I don't know. It's... Have you got any Matt's facts about this? Do you know what I have? Oh, go on. <laughs> you sure you want this? Yeah. I've got about three or four. Oh, hang on. Before you say that, yeah. I just I got one more note that I wrote. Oh, God. Janet, bit of a cunt. <laughs> carry on with your, uh, carry on with your Matt, Matt's facts. <laughs> That's the thing. That was the thing. Most of them were absolute no character was relatable they were all arseholes it's like utter the bloke arsehole woman arsehole little kid prick doll william defoe looking piece of shit with one weird eye i uh, nothing anyway matt's facts here we go so this is based on a real kind of doll um that was telling me that blurb at the beginning was real it is apparently this oh. is a real, real, real ancient fucking storyline storyline that was real. What a load of shit. So the doll was given to Robert Eugene Otto. Yes, you heard it right, Otto. So at least they took some facts. In 1906, the doll was given to Robert Eugene Otto. Well, to be honest, the dude, the, they named the kid Eugene. Yeah. So the actual real doll was given to him when he was six years old. Um, and it was given to him by a um, 
a, a really apparently an angry bohemian servant that uh, basically used to work with the family that was had a massive interest in black magic that gave the doll to him as a gift as for for revenge because the family was so horrible to him <laughs> and robert eugene otto had this doll until he, he used to carry around and take it places with him until he died in 1974 and he died with the with the, with the doll by his side a bit, little right. bit freaky but have you have you actually seen a picture of the real robert no have you got one he's fucking weird nah google it Does he look more weird than william defoe Mm, yeah he's a bit weird it's, it's very very kind of victorian style it doesn't really have a face um apparently it was put in a museum in florida and it because it, it's actually from florida the the, the the tale um but it deteriorated and just kind of it doesn't exist anymore because it just got fucked up and deteriorated but yeah so a couple more um it was filmed in swansea in wales <laughs> is that it is that what the best you could do <laughs> And in Germany, it was released in 3D. What? <laughs> right, yeah, 3D. Must have been that knife for a bit. Um, and it was retitled Robert Doll of the Devil. Do you know what? That's fucked up because that 3D... And that's all I got. That little knife throwing was a bit 3D. Oh, mate, it's bollocks. What are we rating it? Two out of ten I got. Mate. I gave it a point. Why did you give it a point for? What, what the fuck did you get a point for? I gave it a point for having Paul as the main um, character name and the fact that somehow it got four other <sighs> titles with the same doll. I had to. Yeah. I give hats off to it, mate. It's just like fair play for getting other. But I'm, I'm inclined to give it the first draw one last breath, one breath out of ten. But you because Because it spawned so many other movies <laughs> you hats off to it it's obviously made the money to do others um so it's got to be two two breaths out of ten mate two i'd, I'd probably give it two kind of little <coughs> corona <laughs> yeah, two corona breaths out of ten. Oh god oh god so yeah if anyone wants to go and watch this Feel Don't free. Bother. Cost me three pound forty nine on Amazon. So or you that. can watch it with Spanish subtitles on YouTube for free, <laughs> <laughs> like I did. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, I don't know what to say. Well, Matt, <laughs> Matt, give me something yes. good that I've got to watch in the next two weeks, please. What, so what, anyway. mo- what movie are you bringing from the vault? Okay, please. So- Something I good. Long, <laughs> I had to think long and hard about this. Long and hard. And I think it's time. Are you ready for this? To do the one and only. Oh, hello. That's, scream. That's Wes Craven's scream. We're going to bring it back. We're talking the 90s here. Mate, one we of have the best movies out. ever made. Scream oh. is our next movie from the vault. Yes. 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 <laughs> well, it had to be done. We haven't done oh, it yet. Mate. That is, what, 1995? And I know it's one of your favourite movies, so, you know. Oh, right, mate, this got me back into horror when I was in a bit of a slump. I yeah. couldn't find anything. Weren't we, weren't we all? We were. We were in a fucking slump. 
Craven you know, came along and fucking knocked it out of park. You know what's beautiful about this little that little pick is that right now, right now, folks, when I look at Matt through his webcam, not in a sexy way, sexy. Oh, okay. I can see his plethora VHS movies. Now in there is one of the first VHSs that I ever owned, and it's in its white glory scream i mean that is one sexy vhs video it is glorious it is uh, i'm gonna take a photo of that oh my god matt that is genius well the fuck done cool up for that part of shit that we just had to watch (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna get over that for weeks i'm not ever gonna have anyone on the podcast again (laughs) doggy's banned yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. If this um, editing goes okay, and we're going to be in self isolation for a couple more, couple more weeks, months, whatever, then we may. And you want to be on the podcast, and you have Skype. Get in contact with us because we may let you on. We may let you on because it might be quite. Is welcome. Yeah. So Doesn't just let us know. where you're from. Let us know if you fancy it. Could always be up for a chat. Can always. Can always Skype and record it and save it for later. You know, it'd be good to get good get in touch with some of you folks. Have a chat about what you liked in horror. All right. Definitely. So without further ado, um, for our next episode, episode 49, I believe. This is episode 48. So episode 49 and then episode 50. No, hang on. Hang on. Am I an idiot? We, is oh, this, you're an idiot, but this is 49 now, so that makes our next episode 50. Do the maths. Do the maths. No, I think this is 48. <laughs> the fuck are you on about? This is 48. All right, this is episode 48. So it's your pick for 50, mate. So you better make it a fucking doozy. I thought that maths was wrong, but that's probably because we got Doigi to do it anyway. Right. So, anyway, next episode, we are going to watch um, VFW and... It's a um, double header. And the platform. VFW versus the platform. Yeah. Um, So, get involved. Watch them. Netflix for um, the platform and VFW you can find on VOD. And our Something to Scream About, we will figure that out in the next two weeks. Mm. And then... Uh, move from the vault, Matt just picked Scream. Where's Craven Scream? Oh, yes. Oh. Sexual Chocolate. Starring David Arquette, the one and only Nev Campbell. Oh, the beautiful Drew, Cam- Drew Barrymore. Drew <laughs> Campbell. Drew Campbell. <laughs> I think I've had too many whiskeys. <laughs> and I suppose on that note, there's only one more thing to say. When there's no more room in hell, here's another podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. You can follow us on Twitter at DrawOneLast, Instagram at DrawOneLastBreath, or pop us an email at DrawOneLastBreathPod at Hotmail.com. <laughs>